Uh, you don't see measure for measure being done that often. No. I mean, everybody redoes Romeo and Juliet and Hamlet and, but measure for measure is one of Shakespeare's most heartfelt plays. It is. And then there's a lot going on in measure for measure. And, but I mean, this is our, this is our adaptation of it is very loosely based on the story <laughs> measure for measure. Um, you know, at the end of, at the end of Shakespeare's, story he they all get together and get married and it's a bit of a comedy mm -hmm. where ours we went down the tragic line um and so we we liked it as a as a, a play and something to loosely base we loosely very loosely based it on measure for measure and the, the themes running we kept some of the themes that run through measure for measure but it's a very up-to-date modern take on it you know, measure measure for measure also holds some of those those uh, morals that we don't think when we when we when we know Shakespeare, you know, things like justice and and uh, honor yeah. and love and friendship and oh, you know oh, compassion, forgiveness. Absolutely, and they're, they're all in there. They're all, they're all a lot in a lot of Shakespeare's plays, but especially in Measure for Measure and corruption, you know, and greed. Um, these things that people go over it and you know and, but the end at the end of the day at the end of the day all i wanted all we wanted to do was tell a beautiful little love story about two people falling in love and fighting to be together yeah and and you did a great job hugo I, weaving is one of my favorite human beings <laughs> i don't think the man can do anything wrong he he is amazing he is absolutely amazing tony he's he's he actually is a gorgeous human being as well as being you know i felt i felt very blessed when hugo we actually we actually wrote the part of duke with him in mind um because he he was he was a big admirer of my first film and that's how i got to know him i met him at a festival and and then so damien and i wrote this with him in mind and he, we were very fortunate. He decided to come and play with us, and and, and you are that's a, that's a, that's a huge boon to the film. Absolutely, and he's beautiful. He's amazing in it. He doesn't miss a beat. He's, I think you know, we, as well as being like a, I feel Australia's finest actor. I think he's one of the one of the best actors in the world, and he's rehearsing a play at the moment. But if you've ever if you ever got the chance to see Hugo on stage, mm -hmm. he's he's one of the. This, the greatest stage actors at the moment as well. Uh, I, I've had the fortune of doing that, and I had the great fortune of having uh, coffee with him at Toronto, one of the Toronto Film Festivals, just oh, him and I oh. sitting, and it was just an amazing, amazing moment in my life. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, isn't he such a lovely man? Isn't he just such a beauty? He's got such a, it's such a, oh, like a, a heart and soul about him, you know, like, He's really there's, there's a truth that he carries with him, I always like to say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it comes out in spades. He's he's he's, he's an honest, down to earth human being that you know, there's no bullshit with Hugo. He's lovely. Well, back to you. I think you're very brave to do this movie. I I really do think that updating it like you did was a was a beautiful choice. Thank I you. think that you know, you like you said, you still kept the heart and soul of this, 
but but you've got now these characters that are I I, I just think they're very deep and their scars show the character of Angelo he's he's stuck in a world of this world of crime and corruption and he doesn't really want to be there he, you know he, he and he, he, he just he spirals he spirals out of control mm. and you know and the other characters there's so many I like I also like to, you know, like celebrate characters' flaws as well, you know, because as human beings, that's what make us. It's the flaws that make us the characters that we become, you know? Well, I mean, you can't have a diamond shine without flaws. I mean, that's what gives the diamond its its purpose and its its, uh, glory, if I can use that word. Absolutely. I hear you. Tell me a little bit about the production because shooting down in Australia, I I hear it's 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 great. It's like butter down there. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's a wonderful experience to shoot in Australia. Oh, uh, you look. I've I've lived here for twelve years in Melbourne, and we you know a lot of we. I love Melbourne. We this film celebrates Melbourne as a city. I mm. feel the locations we use and everything, and and we actually made the commission flats that. It's like, you know, that becomes Duke's kingdom in a way. That's where yeah. he grew up and he's the, that's his, you know, dukedom. And they became another character within the film as well. And, you know, these are old social housing places where they sort of the lowest denominator of society live and stuff. And so we wanted to make that and celebrate them and celebrate Melbourne. And Damien and I were always about making films. Um, in our last film, Porno, and in this one, we wanted, we wanted to make urban stories rather because a lot of films that we felt a lot of films that come out of Australia uh, you know which rightly so they celebrate the outback and the beauty of Australia itself and the beaches but we wanted to celebrate urban Australia by you know using the city as a landscape and, and again it's something that we in, in the states here are not used to seeing we're used to seeing vistas and and waterfalls and you know all yeah. that that Australia has to offer but we're not used to seeing your your cities and inside the cities those urban portions mm, and exactly. it looks so much like everywhere else exactly and that's the beauty of that's the beauty of um shakespeare and tales they're universal his stories are all universal and it's like it's a story of love basically and that's and, and a story of crime and violence and corruption and but these are tales and, and police corruption and stuff and these you know, they, they happen the world over. Mm. So it could be, you could be anywhere. You could be any major city in, in America or the UK or, you know, for France or Italy yeah. or whatever. It's all about story. And you as the director, you're the conductor of this orchestra. Um, mm. you, you have to get all your actors, all your instruments, you know, working in some kind of unison. And you did such a beautiful, beautiful job. I, I love the character of Duke, getting back to Hugo Weaving. Because he's got so much regret about what he's done in his life, how he got to where he is. Yeah. And we read that in his eyes so beautifully. It's a masterful performance. It is. He's, he's stunning in it. He's stunning in it. And there is, a, there, is, there is that looking back, because he's also dealing with certain other factors of the character as well that the audience are unaware of until later on in the, in the piece. And, but, but he shows such warmth and empathy for the other characters like Jawara and stuff. And, and also maybe a bit of regret of the life that he led leading up to 
yeah. this moment in time. Yeah, it's it's like the play. It's almost like seeing the the person he could have become. Yeah. Without the choices he made, if he if he if he took another road, and he he you know, and you can see that that he regrets that too. This is one of those movies that I think people should see more than once because you get so much out of it. Just like like any great book, you need to reread it. Yeah, that, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate that because there's a lot of depth and a lot of little nuanced. Um, performance stuff in it from not just Hugo but a lot of I think the I think the cast across yeah. the board are very 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 strong I mean a lot of people in the, U, the US for example might not know a lot of them but you know like Dan Henschel, Faisal Bazzi, oh, me, yeah. me, me um, Smart who plays Jaiwara she was she was just out of drama school you know so <laughs> and she, she she gives a beautiful performance you know, but going back to going back to that the original concept of Shakespeare, you you don't have a, a cast; you have a troupe. Uh, well, it is. It's an ensemble. You know, it's an ensemble. It's like you, these, and they're they're all beautiful actors and amazing people in it. And, and it felt like that. It felt like a family. It felt like a theater family. You know, I'm I've got a background in theater and stuff, and you know, in a way, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And um, none. Uh, they all come together beautifully. They all played beautifully, and there was there was a sense of it was it was strange. It was strange, Tony, because there was a sense of Damien being there a lot on on set, and we were all doing it for him. So there was a sense of this solidarity between us all, even more so. Yeah, which which was beautiful, and everyone was amazing and beautiful fantastic to work with and they really helped me along that journey Every, they really helped a lot. you you were blessed with doing a film for the right reasons you know a lot of times it isn't for the right reasons it's it's something that doesn't fit right some studio stooge is making you turn left where you want to turn right you're not and and this movie i could tell was just a a total labor of love but it was also a labor of professionalism Mm, yeah, thank you. The 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 studio stuff came into it at the end because I <laughs> always <laughs> because I made my first my first cut of the film was about God I had shot so much and my mm. first um, assembly came in about two hours fifty minutes and so I've took it, I've taken an, an hour out of that and that was difficult <laughs> and, uh, that was very difficult. Yeah. Well, make sure you release a director's cut because I would, I would love to. Because, but I got it down to two hours ten minutes, and I loved that. But I was told by certain people that we needed to take more out of it, and I was worried that I took a little bit too much out of it. Because some of the performances and stuff that I had to get rid of were were absolutely beautiful. Well, they're your children, you know, laying there on the cutting room floor. Absolutely, basically. and there were our words as well, and the the actors, the actors. Um, like sort of sweat and tears that went into them and to put those performances there. But, you know, I, I feel as if I've, I've held, I've held it together pretty well. Though. No, no. I mean, the, the, the movie as it stands right now is a beautiful, beautiful film. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm recommending it highly, oh, um, but, but having a director, I would have loved to see what you, what, what you took out because that's who I am. I, I, I love seeing what the director's first choice is. And yeah. we, we, now we live in that age where that can, you know that could be easily done 
Uh, yeah, you know, be another, be, if I, if, I, I would have another 25 minutes in it. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. It's Nicholas Nickleby all of a sudden. We're going to be there for yeah. hours and days. Um, well, it would be nice to take this cast, this group of people, and transplant them into your next movie because you've got, you've got a winning team here. You know, just shuffle uh, them around. I, absolutely. Well, you know, I would work with Hugo in anything. Um, Mal Kennard, one of the – Mal Kennard is in it. He was in my last film, and so was um, John Brumpton. He was in my last film. Mm. Uh, I, think, I think that was all. Yeah, and and obviously Damien. Damien was yeah. going to be in this. He was going to be playing, you know. So that was the thing. So that I would, I'm I'm a big believer in and getting keeping a troupe together and moving on and and writing roles for actors. I'm sorry to interrupt. I have to throw a shout out to your director of cinematography, your ads, your grips, because yeah. those are the guys. Those are the heroes of this film too. Because you can't do anything like this without having a solid team behind the camera. Absolutely, and you know. Uh, the, the DOP Ian Jones, mm-hmm. he, he's done a lot of right, well, well received Australian films, like, um, and he's brilliant. He's just, he's just a ma- he's a master. He's a, he's a grumpy old. <laughs> well, that's what man. you need. He's that's, a grumpy that's the job. <laughs> and we had a few moments, but we, I love him. I love him because you've got to work so closely and, and put a lot of trust in. And the whole crew were brilliant. I mean, the first AD um, was is Ian's wife. Wow. Um, you know, so that that was that was you know they've they're usually at each other's throats, but um, they were great. They worked that worked brilliantly together. Like my. My partner, um, Thea McLeod, she was she became the she stepped in as a producer on it, and she's cool. a casting director of it. So it's a very much a family affair. You know, when when we're talking about movies like this, and 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 you know, your director's eye and and how you place cameras and all of that. I mean, I just love the angles that you use, the shadow, the use of the buildings themselves as characters. I mean. It, this this had some great foreshadowing moments. It had some great spectacular shots, and almost a tip of the hat to film noir. Well, yeah, you know, it, it, there is a bit of film noir going on there, but it was it was it was very unintentional, you know. <laughs> oh, no, you should say oh, I I planned all of that. That would have yeah. been no, you know, I was a big fan of film noir, and you do get that sense of throughout the story of film, the, the sense of foreboding, what's happening, what's coming up, which is all very much film noir style um, of filmmaking. You know, you know you're know, you on a road to somewhere and you just don't know where it's, what, what's coming. Well, what are you going to work on next? I'm, I'm writing, I'm working on a few things, but I've got this, I've got this comedy um, so, sort of comedy femme fatale. It's about it's about a Rod Stewart impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already laughing. Who's really bad? Who's really bad and does this circuit as this Rod Stewart impersonator and and this woman keeps turning up at his gigs and she ends up sort of um, falling it, making him believe that she's in love with him, but he ends up having to kill her husband. And so, um, and he he's this bumbling Rod Stewart guy. So. I'm working. I'm writing that at the moment with a friend of mine who's actually in the film. Um, he plays a character in the film, uh, John Brumpton. So we're 
writing that at the moment and hopefully and I'm writing something with my brother in the UK nice. um, so I've got a few you're a busy I, busy man uh, well Keep we're, in lo- we're in lockdown at the moment <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so the creative juices have to flow I'm just saying the creative juices are flowing and the wine is flowing a lot when you're in lockdown as well <laughs> it, it's true but wine helps you know it doesn't hurt it does um, but I want to thank you so much for your time. I, you know, again, uh, it's an honor to talk to you. I, you know, I, I love the movie. Oh, thank you. But there's me. also that undefinable something about it that just is great storytelling. And even though you use the, you know, a blueprint, this is your story. This is out of you. And yeah, it is, it I is. appreciate that very much. Uh, thank you. I appreciate your time, Tony. Um, and I'm glad you enjoyed the film. Very much. And it's hitting... Video on demand here in the States, like right away. September the 4th, I think it's coming yeah. up. You know. Ab- ab- absolutely. And this film's got a lot of depth to it and a lot of good work in it and a lot of great actors in it. And it's got a, a story that if you stay with it, it's got a beautiful love story. So if you stay with it, it all holds together and you're, you're paid off in the end. Paul, thank you so much for your time. Pleasure, Tony. Thank you. This celebrity interview is sponsored by... I'm Annette Severella with Pia Anderson Moss Hoyt, Utah's leading entertainment law firm, serving clients nationwide. We provide solid, attentive representation, focusing on minimizing risk, reducing cost, and protecting the reputation and privacy of our clients. Our goal is to provide you with the legal representation you need to make the right decisions and to protect you and your creative works. Call or email me for a free consultation.